pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. All right, here we are on a Friday morning entering. Uh, this is week nine of high school football. I can't believe I'm saying that. I just can't believe I'm saying that. But we're going to, of course, get our preview, our update from our very own Dan Belford. He's on our WHBC Newsline this morning. Good morning, Daniel. Well, happy week nine morning. My I'm gosh. doing great. How about you guys? What the heck? Week nine. It, I know. This always happens. It's been a blur. It's been a blur. It, it has really been has. A blur. It's been a fun blur, too. And uh, it's going to be a, a fun weekend coming up here. Yeah, let's talk about it. First of all, our Pro Football Hall of Fame radio game of the week. We have Lake at Perry. Tell me about that one. Well, you know, and congrats to Lake um, out of the gates here. I think it's the first seven game mark they've hit um, going back to like 2010. And that's the year they made a really nice run in the uh, playoffs to the state semis, but it's a good team. I mean, they're athletic. Uh, they're what Rock and Blue is always known for. They're physical, you know, a tough running back in Solberger. Uh, you've got Will Butler who came over, and he's, he, he's combined with Solberger, I think, for 21, 22 TDs, somewhere in that vicinity. You've got a, a good quarterback in Jarvis, and they, they platoon. They go with a two-quarterback system. Butler's the runner. Jarvis Moore, the thrower, and he's coming off a good week, and he was injured for a game, so it was nice to see him back in the mix for them. But physical, athletic, and that'll get some concerns for Perry, who are kind of reeling off that loss to a, a green team that just threw the ball, had him backpedaling all night. Now you got a team coming at you that's going to ground and pound, but Perry can do that too. I mean, they're averaging uh, uh, 34 points a game. Not the Perry teams we've seen in the past where when we get to this point of the season, it's usually 50, 55 carries a game, 55 plays a game, and rushing for around 330, 350. They're averaging about 285 a game, and a lot of it has to do with self-inflicted punishment. They're not finishing drives. They're not controlling the clock as they have in the past. And they've had a handful of games this year where the opponent has the ball more possessions than they do in terms of number of plays. They like to flip that script. And really, it's a game tonight they have to, because you go back to last year, Lake won this game in a, in a double overtime, one of five wow. that Perry had last year. So if the Panthers, if I can use a watermark, if they play the way they did against um, McKinley mm -hmm. this year, where they won by 10, they controlled the clock, they were opportunistic, this is going to come down to the wire, and I would favor the Panthers. But going in, Boy, Lake is strong. They are confident, and they're on their way to the playoffs. And, and this is a blue streak year that uh, many are remembering right now. All right. And this one, our uh, All Care TV game of the week is uh, Canton Central Catholic at Jackson. And uh, forgive me, but how often do these two teams play? The, every year they play. Do they play in every fact, year? Jack Why do I yeah. not remember it? Why am I not remembering it? I don't know. Well, it's been a while. I mean, Jackson's won five in a row, and that had a lot to do when Tim Budd came in, and they kind of took over there, but the all-time series, I think, is like 33 games. Wow. Jackson's won 18 of them. Okay. But uh, Central's got their legs under them again this year. It's been a long dry spell for them since they made a nice, strong finish and into the playoffs. They, they probably have 
man, two or three of the best two-way kids in the county with uh, Dan Boron. He's a good running back. He plays linebacker. You've got Alex Anderson. And the guy I've pointed to all year is Jack Talkington. I mean, he can throw. He can run. He, he plays defense, too. So uh, he's one of those kids. In fact, I think he's over 2,000 total yards on the year running and throwing. There'll be a handful for Jackson, as will Jackson for Central, who has the second-leading uh, rusher in, in the conference in, in, uh, in uh, Davide uh, this year. So for Jackson, so if they can minimize him, it's Central's game. But if Davide gets off and running, this is going to be another headbanger for four quarters. All right, and finally, this is a good one as well, the WHBCSports.com Game of the Week with Billy Beebe, uh, McKinley at Glen Oak. Yeah, and I think Glen Oak might be the best 3-5 and five team in the county. Uh, Scott's really got them up, playing with confidence. Yeah, they've had some ugly games this year, but they've had some surprise games, and they've had some wins that, that were very impressive. So McKinley cannot, and here we come, week nine. We talked about this before, Pam. It's week nine. You're four and four. You've won four in a row if you're McKinley. Your, your big game is next week in terms of rivalry. You can't get caught peeking over the fence and overlooking a Glen Oak. This is a really tough mental test for the McKinley Bulldogs going into that uh, Week 10 uh, McKinley-Maslin game. They're playing well. Um, they haven't been turning over the ball the last four games. Penalties is something they still have to clean up. They had... I think 30 penalties in the first four games in the losing streak and the last four games they've won, they're still around 30 penalties in those four games. They've just managed to do some other things in terms of special teams and, and protecting the football to come out with the win. Avante Burt is the kid for Glen Oak. He makes them go. If they can minimize the damage he brings to the field, I like McKinley's chances. Nino Hall, uh, for a kid who didn't start until week four, He's going to hit the 1,000-yard mark uh, in this game tonight, 16 touchdowns. Dynamic kid. It's going to be a, a game to watch. It really is. It's going to be a fun game in the Fed and really an entertaining game in the county. All right. Before I let you go, we have, you know, yeah. obviously you mentioned uh, next week, the big week 10, and, of course, uh, the Maslin-McKinley matchup, and we're going to do our pregame party. We like to do that on the uh, Saturday morning of the game, and we're going to be at Joey's Kendall Tavern on Wales in Maslin, on, uh, oh, next... I'm so excited to hear that. It's yeah. a great place. I've gone there for years. Uh, they have burgers to die for. <laughs> the and, size of, um, they're the size of a dinner plate, for crying out oh, loud. Oh, yeah, they look like a hubcap. Yeah. They really do when, when you throw them on the table. And uh, the people are great over there. I mean, you'll bump into a who's who and Maslin and Stark County. I've seen judges and mayors in there and players and, and fans of what we do. It is really a wonderful environment, and what a great place to be the morning of the big game. Yeah, he's got some uh, steak and egg specials and Bloody Mary specials and all that kind of good stuff, so it'll be a lot of fun. That's probably when I'll get to see you next Saturday. Hey, I'm hoping so. That is fantastic. I look forward to that. All right, have a good call tonight, Dan. Oh, thanks. We'll stay warm. Take care, fam.